I used to do lots of things. All right, welcome everyone to episode right ninety five, man. Ninety five. We're yeah. doing it. We're doing yeah. it, Joe. You know how often I'm going to use that meme, the, the Kamala Harris. We did it, Joe. <laughs> hey, just look at us, huh? Um, yeah, look at us. Yeah. So we are chugging along with uh, Horror Fest. Uh, we're well into Horror October, Fest. episode uh, two. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Did the Exorcism came out today? Yes, it's up. Yeah, so we're doing subgenres this year, uh, trying to be a little more focused. Uh, we did exorcisms for episode ninety-four, yep, ever, but episode one of Horror Fest twenty twenty-three. This week we're doing slashers. Yeah, which I know, uh, Jim. Last time, last year when you were on, we kind of touched on like the heavy hitters. I think yeah. just kind of free form. So if we talk about them again, that's fine. Like they're, they're there yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Um, and definitely less known things, just favorites, stuff like that. What makes a slasher. Um, and, oh, sorry. I, I said, Joe, you introduced him. I'll introduce him. <laughs> We're the Delta VidCast. Uh, Kate and Jen, who have their own podcast. And which is, uh, why don't you guys tell everyone what it's about? Yeah. All right, so basically, uh, it's like kind of a mix of stuff. Uh, we got two segments that we kind of focus on right now. Uh, first one's called Tales from the Horde. And uh, if you remember last time when I was on your show, like I was sitting in front of the DVDs. Yeah, yeah. That's the Horde. Nice. So, um, <laughs> I like that. That's so good. the stuff that we talk about is any everything from there, you know. And if I don't have it, I don't talk about it. I try to get it first, you know what I mean, to add uh, yeah. to the collection. It kind of keeps it fresh. I can still keep collecting, and you know, we have plenty to talk about. The second uh, thing that we do uh, is we do on location. Um, we visit. We visited a couple. Uh, filming locations uh, from movies like Dawn of the Dead, uh, 1978. Um, well, we actually are working on an episode right now for the Dawn of the Dead 2004 <laughs> filming locations. We tracked some of those down. Oh, that's cool. One my, that's one of my favorites. Beetlejuice. We did Beetlejuice and that, Beetlejuice that, that video or two, Beetlejuice 2 uh, filming locations as they were doing it. That video like took off, like, you know, but yeah. it's yeah, yeah. kind of to be expected. Where are that these locations? Crazy. Um, so, uh, Beetlejuice was in Vermont. Um, uh, the Dawn of the Dead 78 locations that was in, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, between right. like, like Monroeville County and, uh, like, you know, Evan city. Um, let's see, uh, then the Dawn of the Dead locations that was like, uh, near Toronto, uh, East Brampton, I believe it was. The like, 2004 one? Yeah. Oh, no, I thought that was in Wisconsin. Yeah, it was supposed to be Wisconsin, but we, oh. when we looked it up, because we're like, yeah, we should plan a trip. And we're, it was like Toronto. I was yeah. like, so let's just go over the bridge. <laughs> yeah, we're like, it's far away. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. get it. Why not just set it in Toronto then? Like, if it's like, like it was just at a mall in Wisconsin. <laughs> I think it would have been cooler if they set it in Toronto, to be honest, because yeah. it's like the original one wasn't even Wisconsin, it was Pennsylvania. So, it was, right. 
Yeah, because Night, Night of the Living Dead's also Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. Gavin City stuff. You know what right. I mean? It's so right. it's like, so yeah, that's that's basically that's what we're doing right now. That's very that's cool. Awesome. I, well, I hey, want to. Sorry, sorry. I yeah. just want to real quick because because mm-hmm. Jimmy mentioned. That I, so I love the the horde. The horde's great. Yeah. Uh, so I started a new job. That's not a new job. I, I just switched offices. And there's a uh, so on like a lunch break or something. I'll go to the local library, which is right across the street. And um, and there are. It's a good DVD collection because it's a it's a pretty big like county library. Oh, and uh, I'm like, you know what? Like there are a bunch of movies here that I see that are on my list that i can't get for free right now and i can just take them out here so i i think you're you'd be happy to know that i'm going to procure a dvd player and start taking out uh, some dvds from the local library so i'm like why not like yeah. it, it, it's great yeah so so I was going to say, um, you, you guys brought up uh, the filming locations thing. So uh, I, I'm in L.A., so uh, there are quite a few iconic uh, filming locations. So There's so many, man. We like, literally have a list. Like when we yeah. go to California, like we are going to spend a month and we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I hope you guys get to come out here sometime uh, at some point because like – the, the 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 original John Carpenter Halloween house is in Pasadena. Yeah. It's funny because like right now mm. it's just like businesses. It's just like a, like a law office or something. Like just it's a, you, yeah, it's, last I heard it was like a dentist's office or something. It, it's the house? Those, the, the, yeah. It, it's one of those buildings yeah. where it's like, you know, it's you know, each, each room is like a different business. There's like just small little businesses oh, okay. like an office and oh, accountant, yeah. you know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, but behind the house though, there's a residential area and it's this house. Um, and like every month they 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 basically do like different themes and and they'll actually like bring in like different like um artists local artists so it's like oh for this month it's um you know obviously for for october they do you know halloween themed john carpenter halloween themed yeah. um but then they'll be oh this is beetlejuice month so we're gonna have artists mm-hmm. bring in their beetlejuice inspired art and, oh it's it's david lynch month so we're doing you know twin peaks and stuff like that so so each month they just cycle and it's right behind the, the halloween house um because like well if we if you can't go hang out in the, the halloween house then this is the next best thing um but then, and then, like the house from A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, it's like right mm-hmm. off of Sunset Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard. And then, like the the church from John Carpenter's, um, uh, uh, what's the one that he shot in the late eighties? Uh, oh, Prince, Prince of Darkness. Darkness. Yeah, yeah, that's in downtown LA. So it's like, yeah, yeah, so, they got like uh, the Return of Living Dead locations are out there also, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, so today uh, we are talking slashers. We are talking our mm. favorite, our least favorite uh, slashers, and just yeah. riffing on slashers. Um, did you guys want to start off with the game? With the yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, a fan favorite from our season one. Fact or crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, I'm going to give you the fact, and you guys will guess if you think it's an actual fact or if it's a load of crap. Okay. All right. Um, so for our first stop, so Ski Ulrich um, Scream, uh, he was actually stabbed during the filming of Scream. Fact or I think I'm going to go with fact. Mm. This almost, I watch a lot of videos about like this kind of stuff, like 10 things you didn't know about. I'm going to say crap. I don't think it, I don't think it happened. Um, so it's actually fact. So wow. it was this scene with uh, the umbrella when um, 
Sydney was wearing the scream costume and she stabs him. It was supposed to be a retractable umbrella and he had um, like a, a body protectant vest on, um, but it somehow got through and it actually stabbed him where he had heart surgery as a child. Oh my God. Oh shit. So, yeah. Did he have to get like hospitalized after that? Like, did he have, you to know, I don't know. I tried to look it up, but I did, I couldn't like find like the outcome of it, but he does talk about how he was stabbed on that movie. <laughs> oh geez. Right. That's weird though, to be taken out by an umbrella. Like that's not, that's not the coolest story. I know. It's like, I feel yeah. Like- a penguin you know? <laughs> i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be the scene where they're like stabbing each other like to make it look like they didn't do all the other stabbings yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. um all right so next we have so halloween uh jamie lee curtis was only paid eight thousand dollars for her role in halloween fact or crap i'm gonna go with fact i'm gonna go with crap again all right <laughs> It's fact. Um, oh my god! $8, for her for her role. Another oh. fun fact about that movie: I was like, I learned it as I was researching. Um, Robert England, uh, Freddie, he was actually like a part of making Halloween. Um, he was actually the guy that threw all the dead leaves in the street before they started filming. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm like, awesome. That's cool. So yes, because they shot that in Pasadena, which is a little more suburban. It, it's okay. um, but but th- th- there are a few shots in the movie where it's like you see palm trees like in the background. <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah, it's oh, it's, yeah. Like for the most part, like it, it's pretty convincing. Like oh, this place this is a small town in the Midwest, but you like, you see some sm- some yeah. palm trees in the background. Was like, like sh- suburban Chicago or something? Uh, had it never... Illinois, I think. So yeah, it was kind of... Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like probably suburbs yeah. of Chicago or something. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason why I I, I went with true on that one is because um the woman who played pamela Voorhees in the very first friday the 13th film she was paid i think ten thousand dollars for for that role and that movie came out two years after after halloween and i i remember because she was talking about how she read the script and she thought it was a piece of shit but she goes there was a car i wanted to, but there's a car i wanted to get that was eleven thousand dollars and then this was ten thousand dollars so i was like all right fine like i'll do it for one week's worth yeah. of work so i was like okay that's kind of comparable you know, uh, now she's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, next. So the original working title for Friday the 13th uh, was called Revenge of Jason Voorhees. I'm going to go with crap on that one. Revenge of Jason Voorhees. Oh, and I just listened to a podcast about this too. <laughs> I'll. I don't know. I'll go with, I'll go with crap. It is total crap. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually called uh, a long night at camp blood. Oh. Okay. I knew it was something like long like that. Um, yeah. It's something that's kind of like a mouthful. Oh yeah. Well, right, I read I got that right. I think in one of the, the behind the scenes documentaries, uh, who was the director on that? Was it, was it Sam Cunningham? Something Cunningham. Yeah, um, Sean Cunningham. Sean Cunningham. Yeah, he he told a story about how they came up with the poster first. They didn't really know exactly what the plot was, but there was like, oh, like it, it, it was like you know, like the uh, a perfect day to die or a perfect day for terror yeah. or something like that. And then, but I heard that that was kind of common practice back in the day for low budget horror movies to come up with a cool poster, and if it yeah. got enough attention, then I'm like, okay, let's turn it into a movie now. I mean, the hockey mask is so iconic, and it's so 
perfect. I so I personally, I think we talked about this last year. I don't love Friday the Thirteenth. It's probably like mm-hmm. my least favorite of the heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm like I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and uh, then probably I was actually looking at my scores from so now I have them on the spreadsheet. So that and then right below that, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, excuse me, not Friday the Thirteenth. Um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday. And then Halloween, and then uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, but uh, does it wait? So you guys are real into movie locations filming. Was that filmed in New Jersey or does it just take place in New Jersey? Yeah, there's the actual camp um, is in New Jersey. Yep. And yeah. I keep telling him I want to go. We're going. <laughs> are you? Go. Oh, wait, New Jersey. You got to let me know when you come. Okay. I don't know <laughs> how far. I've looked it up before, but I can't remember if that's like just where it takes place in the universe or if it actually was filmed there. It was just filmed in like, or actually just in like yeah, California. It's, it's, um, it's a Boy Scout camp. Yeah. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that they actually had to make a donation to the Boy Scouts of America mm. in order to film at the gotcha. camp. And gotcha. I, I've, I've seen videos of this, of, of that place over the years. And like yeah. from what I've seen, there's still artifacts that you can find. Like the, the one bridge that the van drives over, they had to like build it to make it look like, you know, it's still there. It's in, it's a ruin, but on yeah. the, most of the pieces are still there, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. All right. What else? Oh, another uh, Friday the 13th. Um, so fact or crap, Jason doesn't actually physically appear in Friday the 13th until it sequels. Well, he shows up at the very end of the first one, but that was like a yeah. dream though, right? Like that was a nightmare. Was a... You mean like you can't see him until? He's not physically there. Not physically there. Oh, because the mom's doing all the killing? In the first one, yeah. 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 Fuck. Oh, it's a good question. Well, yeah, because you do see him at the end. Yeah, but that was a dream, though. That was a nightmare. But so he doesn't actually show up until the second one where he's wearing that bag. Over okay. So I don't know if there's like a technical question. So fact? <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah. yeah. He's not okay. actually physically in the movie until. Interesting. Well, I do like how, how you know, they, they still kind of went with like the like when you when you that the handful of times you see his face at least for like the first few times like um they still kind of kept a little bit of the des- of tom savini's design of like that yeah. sort of like mongoloid mm-hmm. deformed head a little bit they're like that's messed up let's use it <laughs> <laughs> well i i read uh no, no i didn't read it, it was again because i i when, when i was a kid i had like the the, the box set that had the original eight and then had all the behind the scenes stuff and so the actor who played the young Jason Voorhees at the end of the first one. Um, I guess the head that he was wearing, the prosthetic, it was very um, buoyant. So, like, it helped give him more lift, like, when he popped out. So, like, it, it, they didn't really have to, like, like, it's not, they had to, like, like launch him or anything. It was just, it was just, his head was just like a flotation device. <laughs> okay, go. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, a couple more here. So, the camp used in Sleepaway Camp. Um, was built for the movie and then later converted into a scout camp. Backdoor crap. I actually don't know this movie, so I'll abstain. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with fact. Um, it's actually crap. Uh, oh. It's a camp. The director of the movie actually attended the camp as a child. Um, it's in New York, oh. so maybe we'll visit it, but it's called oh. Camp Algonquin. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. So was that the one... I had Bruce Springsteen's sister, or did she not show up until like the sequels or something? I think that's the sequels, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I think it was the sequels because the first one it was a uh, girl with the penis, right? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta add this one. Just like you gotta add it to your list. Like, oh, okay. it. It's really nutty. Sleepaway camp. Sleepaway camp. camp. Okay. Two and three are like everybody like slams it, but Jim will tell you. I, I love those movies. I it's <laughs> two three. Well, they're filmed back to back, so I feel yeah. like they have the most consistencies between a sequel kind of thing. Mm, yeah. And the girl that came back to play Angela, like I don't know, man, she just brought her own thing to it, and like I really love them those movies. Yeah. Like I don't know, it's like the perfect combination of like horror, comedy, and boobies, and like eighties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I remember it correctly, like the poster for one of those had her wearing a backpack that had like Freddy's gloves sticking yes. out of it, and like it, like it was like, kind of a reference to all the other slasher movies that were coming out at the time. Yeah, mm. that was the second one, I think. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. by that time, because I think the first one was a little more serious, but then parts two and three were like, nah, she's gonna be just she's just gonna do like she's gonna like Freddy Krueger. She's just gonna be making jokes and puns. The yeah. Whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and they just don't, I don't I don't think they get enough credit. You know, I I love really fun. <laughs> all right i'll check them out yeah all right uh all right ewan mcgregor um was actually originally offered the role of patrick bateman in american psycho fact or cap or crap <laughs> uh i'm gonna go with fact on that one i'm gonna go with fact also it is a fact and the mm. hilarious part is that christian bale personally convinced him not to do the role it's like He's uh, like, no, that's not for you because it's for me. That's good. I do love that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Love that one. Um, yeah. All right. So Child's Play uh, yeah. was released the same day as the opening scene was set on November 9th, 1988. Fact or crap? It's so specific that. Interesting. I'm going to go with fact. Uh, I'll go with crap it's fact <laughs> whoa yeah <laughs> yeah so i thought that was really cool because yeah, yeah that's pretty rare in movies but yeah that's cool all right i got one more for you guys right, right. uh so johnny depp was only mm. cast in a nightmare on elm street because Wes craven's daughter thought he was dreamy and threatened to run away from home if he didn't cast him that actually <laughs> do i that actually do know is fact Yep. Okay, yeah, fact. <laughs> yeah. Like I just listened to a podcast on Nightmare on Elm Street, and, and it was Wes Craven's daughter. was like, yeah, you have to cast him. Like, apparently, Johnny Depp really just wanted to be a musician, like, didn't really care about acting. And then he became like the biggest actor of a yeah. decade or, or whatever. But yeah, that's a cool story. During the funeral scene for Wes Craven's new nightmare, um, Wes Craven wanted to have Johnny Depp show up, but by that time, Depp was, was, was a pretty big star. And so he was actually he's like, nah, he's not going to want to come back to do another Nightmare movie. But then when he ran into him years later, he goes, oh, hey, I was going to invite you to, to do the thing. And Deb was like, I would have gone if you'd have invited me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, missed opportunity. Yeah, he showed up in uh, Freddy's Dead, right? The final yeah. nightmare for the you, this is your brain. Drugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp kind of feels like, you know, they always do those charts. It's like chaotic, neutral, evil, like evil, chaotic, evil, like yeah. neutral, good. Like all this stuff. He feels like a chaotic good. Yeah. Like where yeah. where Jared Leto is kind of like a chaotic evil. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if evil is the right term. Because I actually like Jared Leto Leto a, a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I think he's a good actor, but he is a nutcase. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay yeah. with. I agree. 
Sometimes he was in our weirdos. The best. He was in our episode, uh, weirdos, weirdos make the world turn, where we talk about all the weirdos in showbiz, and we're we're for it. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um. So, do you guys want to kick off? Uh, like what your favorite uh, slasher films are? Like you, you can start with some heavy hitters. You want to start with some more obscure stuff, and we can riff on that. Okay. Um. Well, it's like. I'm just gonna like we. I, mean, I feel like a lot of people know, you know, if they don't, uh, main one Friday Thirteenth. That's a heavy hitter right off the bat. But there's uh there's a new contender you know, on the board. Hey. You know, Art the Clown, man. Like I don't know. I, I people are like, oh, that's too gory. That's you know the ultra violence. You know, I don't care. Like no, I wait. like him. Art the Clown. That's from Terrifier. Yeah. Oh, t- yeah, Terrifier. And uh, I just heard yeah. that they're working on a third one. And I, I guess in November, they're releasing the second one back into theaters and they're going to drop a teaser. So I'm like, I'm, I'm like waiting for that. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I still haven't seen any of those movies. Everybody they're, I know who's watched oh. them says that they're great. So I think, I think oh they're, gosh, too, I think they're too, much, too much for me. They feel something. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just remember we seen it in theaters, yeah. Terrifier 2. And we were just sitting there like, <laughs> like, I like it was. It was just insane. So definitely one for for the list. And we got the VHS from the Witter Entertainment thing when they did the special edition VHSs, and we watched it recently. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna be real; it was meant to be on VHS. Really, like, I love that so much. Wait, they made a VHS for a movie that came out like five years ago. No, this came out last year. Yeah. So Terrifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrifier two. Yeah, Terrifier 2. Oh, you yeah. got Terrifier. So you got a movie that came out last year on VHS. Yeah. Uh, Winter awesome. Entertainment. It was they were they're uh this like little like like run thing. It's I guess there's like one guy doing it. He works <laughs> at the license agreements and he's like, be patient with me, guys. You know, we got a lot of orders. The the website crashed. Yeah, he yeah. uh he like puts all these newer movies on VHS and does like limited editions. Bro horror fan, I think is the is his uh, Twitter handle. Yeah. So what? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna follow him. So why? What's the difference in your opinion? Like, why is it meant for VHS? I just feel like the way it was shot, like like it's meant to have that gritty feel because when you go to the theater you know they got those really nice projectors you know the digital projectors and it's like mm-hmm. the you know the 4k you know and it does it looks really good but when you like kind of pop it in to the vhs it kind of just takes you back to like yeah. you know late 90s early 2000s just like watching some worn out vhs and yeah. some crazy scary movie shit you it, know what it i mean it almost reminds me of like when you you like you ever play like an old video game yeah, and sure. you're like man back in the day like this was it like this was like the most high tech yeah. like whatever but they're all like walking like this and yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just, like you could it yeah. just i pretty much tell, only like, play i pretty much only play old video games like I don't, yeah I don't, you know what i mean i don't know yeah. it's just like a vhs it's it's got that retro feel. yeah it's got that retro feel and it the effects almost feel real more real because of the way like the vhs plays like it's not as crisp so right. it kind of, a little darker. Yeah, it gives you that yeah. illusion. Like you, your mind fills in the blanks for you rather than your eyes being like, oh, I can see how they did that. Well, I love that because I mean like, yeah, I mean, you, you know, digital in many ways is superior, but it's also like it, it, I've heard from a lot of um, like, like, like makeup effects artists that it's getting harder to do good makeup effects with, with like, you know, 4K, 6K, 8K because it's just like it's so high definition. Like you can see the seams. 
Like yeah. you can see, yeah. like you can tell, like an actor was wearing makeup because it's such high def. That's why they do CGI everything now, you know. Yeah. But there is yeah. something like to tell about old school horror effects. Oh yeah, I mean we oh, yeah. love practical effects on this oh, yeah. podcast. Talking about, I mean just honestly just watch the thing from the 80s and then the yeah. remake. It's like oh. not even <laughs> it's like not even the same movie or, or yeah. even the one the from the 80s ever. is like unbelievable. They nailed it. And it's yeah. crazy that Rob Bottin was like in his early 20s when he did that. Like he was like 22 or 23 or something. Just, I mean, like almost died not... just like, from yeah. exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want <laughs> from from people who make my movies. I'm going to be so crazy about it that they almost die. Ugh, they almost ugh. kill each other with making Shelley Duvall do 400 takes on the steps during The Shining. <laughs> I know I it's Do it but, again. Yeah, it, makes, it makes better movies. Movies. I don't care. I'm not like I'm the consumer. No, no. Well, yeah, Ben and I we we were riffing on um, a few episodes back when um, uh, uh, the Exorcist direct, uh, director passed away, and so we we were riffing on on how much we love the Exorcist. And so, like on the one hand, he made William Friedkin was his name, um, like how bad of a work environment he had for his actors. Like he just he, like he was he was abusive, but at the same time, it's sort of like. Yeah, but it made it resulted in the Exorcist, though. So it's like, yeah. 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 Didn't the little girl like break her back or something? Like, isn't that one of the things when uh, they were like lifting the, her up and down? Yeah, the there was that. Like, oh, that's the, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah, like don't get me wrong. These like, are my I, loved ones. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> I, I, I'm not cool with that. Like, I, I'm kind of being facetious here. But if it makes great art and no one that I uh, know personally is in any danger, then I'm all yeah. for it. If it's complete strangers, it's fine. Yeah, very right? selfish, yes. <laughs> as long as they're not now, I feel bad when you find out that uh, uh what's your what's your name? What's the the fact you just had who got paid eight thousand dollars? Um Jimmy Lee Curtis. Jimmy Curtis, yeah. Yeah, like that kind of sucks. I, I want them to be compensated handsomely um yeah. to, to go through it, but well she but, was the like lead girl like it was her feature film, yeah. yeah. She yeah, did so. she she did I mean she's capitalized off of that series, so true. Yeah. That is true though. Oh man! So what? Wait, what posters do you have behind you? Oh, okay. So um, this one right here. Actually, they're all from the same movie. They're, mm. they're, this is Tar Man from Return of Living Dead. Yeah. And um, this one here. See if we can see it a little better. There you go. All right. So this one's the the German print of Return of the Living Dead, Sweet. and this one's a recreation of yeah, the French print. The French one, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. The one in the middle's got all the signatures on it. Yeah. We might oh, do, really? That's sweet. We might do zombies as a subgenre. I don't know yeah. yet. We haven't really decided. Sure, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what got me started in it's the whole horror genre. That's kind of me too. Uh, me too, honestly. actually. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like it's a, it's accessible. It's scary. Um, I like. I remember... Actually, it's because zombies scared me so much. Yes. As a kid, Like I remember watching my friend play resident evil 2 on n64 like late at night and that scared me even like the simpsons episodes with the zombies yeah i, found scary. Horror, yeah. I used to run so like my next door neighbor like they were my best friends it was like two brothers two brothers and i would run across <laughs> their front lawn with a sword <laughs> at night I had to run home to my house so i was so afraid of zombies <laughs> sprint across with like a plastic sword like that would do any good but 
We lived yeah. near a graveyard as a kid. So I remember like I would sit in my room and be able to like see it out my window. And I'm like, man, we're done. If it oh, man, you're really close. <laughs> like, man, ground zero, man. <laughs> you're, you're the appetizer, man. I'm pretty close oh. to a, I'm pretty close to a graveyard here, actually. A little like Episcopalian one. They're cool. Like that, the, the I love graveyards bit. now. Yeah. Hell yeah, that, man. You took me to that graveyard like on one of our first dates. I did. <laughs> we oh, went that's to so that. awesome. <laughs> it was quiet. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. We were just hanging yeah. out. Yeah, it's outdoors. Yeah. You know, it's nature. You know, there's a lot of. Yeah. Um, it's in public. My, my, uh, uh, years ago, some friends and I, we, we snuck into a cemetery at night. Um, like we actually like hopped over like the thing and like one of the guys who was with us, he was in the military for a bit. So we were like, Oh, like in case the, the cops come and in case we get busted, like we'll just have him. I don't know why we thought like, like having a veteran would like make, like, would, like, yeah. like, like let us get off the hook. Um, yeah. It was one of the creepiest experiences ever though. Like, it was, it was like pitch black at night. And it's, and it's like, obviously like nothing was there, but it's just like, you know, like it was pretty chilly and windy. Cause this was in Santa Cruz um, where they shot uh, the, the lost boys. Um, yeah. but it's right, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like you know, your mind just fills in like every moving shadow mm-hmm. is something, right? Yeah, but well, that's, just, uh, that's... most run into other goth kids, probably your biggest threat. I know, yeah, <laughs> no, actually, in Santa Cruz, it's probably just like crazy homeless people. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's man. one of the things we used to do as kids, and actually, you know, we still do it from time to time. Is that mm-hmm. cemetery the one that I was actually scared of? On Halloween, like the night before, like right at the stroke of midnight, like yeah. as Halloween starts, we're in there usually walking through it. And then, like you said, it's like every shadow, you know, if you, an animal moves, it's like, oh, it's a zombie. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Did you guys, so this is a, this is a, I, I've seen like, you've seen like linguistics, linguistics maps of the US, like certain words being used in different places, like soda and pop is one of the most common ones, like where they say that. There's just one that I saw that's very, very finite. But I'm curious, did you guys have a name for the night before Halloween? Um, okay, so they used to call it Beggar's Night. Okay, I've I, never heard that one. Yeah, huh. that's what my dad used to tell us. Where are you from? Uh, Niagara Falls, New York. Okay. Right near right. I know you're there now. That's where you're from, right? Yeah. Okay, and cool. It, it, it's like, and I, I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, I guess, like, you know, they would do the trick-or-treat for UNICEF kind of stuff. And, right. you know, and, and they would go out and, and, and I don't know, it was like dress up like hobos and shit and like, you know, beg. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next day they would get the real costumes and trick or treat, but they don't really do that anymore. You know, what I mean? beggars night. What about you, Joe? Yeah. No, we never had that. Cause I know it's what in Detroit they have. Well, Detroit. Yeah. So that's one of the most famous ones. I remember Eminem had a song called devil's night Yeah, and it's not good. It's the opposite. It, they set shit on fire. Yeah, where, yeah. where I'm from, it's called Mischief Night. And that was oh, like yeah. a big thing. And it was more about like TPing yeah. trees and houses and stuff and like egging stuff. It was like kind of in between the two. It wasn't innocent, but it wasn't setting abandoned houses on fire. Yeah. Like yeah. They do in Detroit. <laughs> um, but I've always wondered, it's like very few places, like the vast majority of the map for this survey or whatever was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, we yeah. don't have a name for that thing. Yeah. I was going to say, I had no idea because. I never. Yeah, because we, like I said, we don't really have that kind of stuff anymore. We, right. Like, you know, like to be be honest, like Halloween sometimes ain't even on the same day. Like, you know, if, if it falls like on a weekday, like maybe the falls, you know, it'll do it on the weekend before, yeah. you know, or, or the you know town next to us is uh, like North Tonawanda and Tonawanda. They yeah. might do it like a day after. It just really depends, like on how gotcha. the 
the community wants to set it up. So speaking of New York, have you guys been to Sleepy Hollow? No, but that is actually like since we started doing the on location segment, we have been talking about like a whole bunch of things we want to do. And that one is on the list because there's all these things that are super close. And there's an episode that uh, we still got to edit it because it's we did so much. Mm. But um, like there's tons of like like little places around here mm-hmm. that like you, you would be yeah. surprised what they filmed. So we're not going to give up what we did just yet. <laughs> no, you know, Cause no. I don't want people like, okay, let me come out there and film it first. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That area is really, that's pretty far from you guys, sleepy hollow, but like that area is really nice. Yeah. We've driven farther though. Yeah. yeah for those people, like, like when we did Vermont for Beetlejuice, we literally like drove eight hours with all three of our kids straight, straight <laughs> yeah. filmed. Yeah. And then, like, went home. <laughs> it's hardcore. That's yeah. awesome. That's great, though. <laughs> it it was it. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Kids loved it. Yeah. It's funny because they go to school and it's like, what'd you do this weekend? And they're like, oh, we went to see where Beetlejuice was filmed. The other kids are like, well, I just I went to the park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, ben, your turn. Yeah. Did you uh, want to share uh, a horror, a, a slasher movie of? Yeah. You know? I, I yes, I saw a bad one, and it it, it was so bad. Right. I had to I had to vent about it. This is a movie called Alone at Night. Okay, have you seen it? Uh, I have I, not seen it. Play. I've That's heard one of it, New Line cinemas. Plot, but I didn't see it. Well, it sucks, and you shouldn't. And, and it's not like one of those movies. Where, so, like, you, as as you know, I rate movies. I write reviews for them. Like, I give I give this a twenty four. I don't even know last time I gave a movie in the twenties. It's not so. One thing I hated about it, it was it kind of did a bait and switch, where like even the poster art, which was really cool, kind of like classic, you know, good looking young girl in the blade of a knife. Like you think it's like okay. there's not even knives in the movie. He kills yeah. like a crowbar. It's it's like <laughs> which like I don't know when you're making like a classic slide like that's what's supposed to be. You know, yeah. it, it's very tropey, yeah. but that's horror is one of the places where tropes can be fun. Yeah. Where it's you know right. she's she's in a isolated cabin up in the California mountains or something. Um, Pamela Anderson's in it as a sheriff. She's in like two scenes. It's kind of crappy. All right. Um, well, now I have to watch it. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, but they also kind of did a bait and switch with her. She's in literally like two scenes and wow. there's this whole, it's during, it's, it's weird. It's like a COVID movie that came out in 2023. Okay. So it's like a lot of that's, it's all about like kind of, they're asking each other, like, did you test? Are you masking? And it's like the show within the movie is this reality TV show with like hot celebrities and Paris Hilton's the host. And they try and do some like commentary at the end, which just doesn't land. And the acting is really bad. It's just like this <laughs> series of hot guys who kind of show up at her house like one's an electrician one is like <laughs> the neighbor well, it's like you know that one of these guys is going to be the killer she's a, like a cam girl to make money and uh during covid and I, I don't know it felt it was so bad that it made me angry it wasn't and it wasn't bad <laughs> in a fun way like, like horror can also it's one that that's why it's so versatile it can be one of those genres that can be bad in a fun way and this wasn't that either See, that's how I feel about uh, Scream. Like, one of my favorite slashers is the Scream franchise. Sure. And I think it's because exactly what you said. Like, there's something fun about, like, how bad it is. Like, mm. the, especially the newer ones. 
Like people giving them yeah. a lot of like crap for you know how they are and how they were filmed and what uh, the yeah. way it played out. But like I think it's just fun. It's all in good fun. Scream is like is like the Godfather compared to this movie. Like that's how bad <laughs> this movie is. Like the Scream movies. And we've talked. Oh, we, we should talk about the Scream series. I mean, that is classic slasher kind of where it's like yeah commentary yeah. on slasher uh i i told myself i wasn't going to watch any more scream movies after the 2022 one what was that called was that scream six um so there was, was five i think no there's five? Six. So four was the one with emma no, roberts I think one in 22 is five. Oh yeah five yeah, yeah five. where and they then- where they bring back a lot of characters and they kind of do yeah i that one i I didn't like it um but it was like eh. Hmm. that i did like the new york one a little more i thought that was very cool that they said i like the poster for that one um i don't i don't know the poster Uh, i i worked at the i work at the theater so he knows the poster (laughs) like the one we got it kind of was very reminiscent to um jason takes manhattan it had like the screen face and like you know the the city around it and then there was the other one where um it was was like a subway car Mm. and like the reflection of the screen mask was in the window that's yeah, we have pictures on our Instagram of it because I wore a screen mask to the movie to the nice. premiere, <laughs> yeah. so we like, took a bunch of pictures there. But um, yeah, I love the New York one because, like, especially the opening of that because it was like it was the same thing, but they're doing something different, yeah. and that like got me excited. It got me enough, like, like it got me to put it on. I liked it more than Scream Six. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too meta for me. It's getting overload. Uh, but I'll probably end up watching the next one too because yeah. I'm well, I feel it's the same way with like Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth. Like, like think about the first Halloween to like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like Corey. to fives. That yeah, now Corey. So it's yeah. like you know they they there's something to be said about the goofiness and like the ridiculousness yeah. of slashers. Yeah. They killed them with the fridge, Kate. I know. It's like all this time we've been waiting all these movies and you yeah. fridge. No. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I want to bring up a slasher movie that uh, I got a kick out of in my youth is uh The Burning from 1981. Um, Are you guys have you guys seen that one? You guys familiar with that one at all? I am not. I have not. Oh, I'm surprised. Wow. Yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. still them wow. tidbits I haven't seen. Yeah. So so it, it came out in 1980. So it's the story. You guys would probably know the story uh, that it's actually uh, that inspired. It's based on uh, the legend of Cropsy. Oh, guys, okay. I don't know if you guys like heard that urban legend. Uh, yeah, like, no. legend. Okay. Yeah. It, 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 it's something like, um, like what was it? Like there's a janitor at, at a camp. It's one of the stories that gets told at summer camps all the time, but it's like, oh, you know, ten years ago there was a, there was a janitor who worked here, and then uh, some kids played played a prank on him, and he burned to death. Um, and uh, but he comes back every year to kill kids or something like that. It's, mm. it's some kind of variation. So anyway, so, they, so they, it was more popular like in the seventies, I guess. But they made a movie on it uh, based on this legend. Interesting, some factoids about it. Um, it was actually written by the Weinstein brothers, Bob and Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, it was actually one of their one of the first Miramax films, I think. Actually, um, Tom Savini did the effects, so there are some really great mm. gore shots in that one. Um, and a very young Jason Alexander uh, is really, in the film. yeah, yeah, wow. pre Seinfeld. Um, wow. 
way, it's way because, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. So this is 81. So like, yeah. I think about eight, seven, eight years before Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because he is like, I think George, I, I, I think George Costanza, like that's just like all he can really do. Like just, just variations on that. Just um, <laughs> so he plays like this really yeah. big over the top. Fast talking, hey, this and that. So he, it's, he's he's basically just playing like a young George Costanza in this one. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's it's, Wait, it's a that, fun one. Hold on, I need. I'm gonna write this. So it, the the first one was Sleepaway Camp that we talked yeah. about before. Yeah, and then was this one the Burning? The Burning, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I'm pretty. You know what? If these are available, I, I will watch them during this horror fest. Uh, but I got a lot to get to. No, good <laughs> job. It's a good job over here, man. Hours. Um, but anyway, that's one. It's not even like particularly great. It's still pretty like a pretty average like eighty slasher flick. I think it's it's the the Tom Savini gore effects um, that mm-hmm. really elevate it. Um, yeah. And try to get the uncut version if you can. Okay. Um, I always, there's a I always do. Uh, there's an infamous scene on a raft where uh, Cropsy, the, the Cropsy guy, just slaughters a whole bunch of teens, and they're on a raft, so they're all kind of like stuck there on a lake, and so he just <laughs> <It's a fuck. laughs> so he just he, he just mutilates them all. It's pretty great. So, all right, hell's yeah, no, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, funny because like weed and doing it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, like, when you think about it, like, like if that happened in real life, you'd be like, oh my god, you know, all these you know, thirteen and fourteen year olds were killed. But it's like when you watch it in a movie, it's like they're all played like twenty seven year olds. So it's <laughs> funny. <laughs> okay. yeah. I feel I, like I they feel did. Like it... Sorry, sorry. Even in Friday the Thirteenth, uh, that one kid goes down the stairs. He's in a wheelchair. Wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, ah. No. <laughs> <laughs> in a horrible way too. He gets a machete to the face. Like, same yeah. with uh, same with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when the when the when the guys is in a wheelchair. That's right. And we're all just like laughing at him. We're just, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh fuck! I forgot what I was about to say. Oh, do you guys watch American Horror Story? We we have on and off. So like uh-huh. I haven't caught the new ones. The last full one I watched was probably what was that one where they were like in the underground? Oh, Apocalypse! That yeah. one is so yeah. bad. Last one I saw was the 1984. That, that was, that's what I was gonna bring up is the 1984. It sounds like it's kind of a take on that urban legend because mm-hmm. it is a janitor coming back. I don't know if they burned him though, but that one is you know a, a, a very classic slasher take. Um, yeah. I like I like, I like the AHS a lot. I, I watch all of them. Some Apocalypse is probably the worst one. That so. one threw me off. That's why I didn't it's, watch it anymore. But so, he always talks about 1984. So. 1984 is pretty good. Uh, I'm doing the NYC one now. I haven't gotten to the new one yet. We can have um, um, like t- like the t- well, it's not a TV show, but did you ever see the Netflix uh, Fear Street? Oh, the yeah. Einstein. I watched I all I three. Watched uh, the movies. Yeah. 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 I watched all three last year back to back to back during Horror Fest. Yeah, that um, was a good one. That was like one of the, like I would consider that like slasher esque and like that. I feel like that was yeah. like one of the newer like slashers that's come out that I was like really into. Yeah, they're pretty good. I forget which ones. I think I liked the f- first and third. I don't know if I liked the second a lot, but kind of felt like a bridge episode. Um, but I thought yeah. those were very cool because they were like three different time periods, right? Yeah. 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 Like the yeah. 90s, the 80s, like 70s, 70s and then 70s, and like the 1660s or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought um, that was cool. Yeah. Do you guys uh, have a favorite kill 
from a slasher movie? Oh, shit. I mean, some of my favorite kills are, like, going to be from Terrifier, so I'm not going to give them away. But, like, okay. we when we watch on VHS, I, like, kind of forgot that it was about to happen, and it still got me. But, I mean, you can always go with the classic, like, getting beat against the tree in the sleeping bag. Jason. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that always, like, makes me, like, crack one. up. I got one. Okay. Okay. It is Jason. Okay. Right, but when he takes like that girl's face and they're in the RV driving, and he like shoves her face like into yeah. the wall outside <laughs> of the RV, like you see her face. It's like a she... Looney Tunes thing. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> probably my favorite. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. That was from Part Six, uh, Jason Lives, which is my, actually my favorite uh, Friday the Thirteenth film um, because that was the one where they started getting a little goofy. Where, where so the director even said that his name was uh, Tom Tom McLaughlin, I think. And he's like, yeah, like we're on number six. It's not that scary anymore. Can we start having a little bit of fun with the yeah. Jason kills? Can we can we get Alice Cooper to do some songs? Like he's got a killer mm-hmm. soundtrack. So I was like, yeah, let's just make it a fun like, just, rock and roll movie. So just to give an answer, I'm sure I could think of others, but to give mm-hmm. an answer, I always liked the uh Nightmare on Elm Street bed, like Johnny Depp mm-hmm. in the bed, and then it yeah. shoots out. I always thought that was pretty sweet. I like how it's like more blood than the human body can hold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a great one. Um, I think one of my favorite slasher kills is from Friday. Th- uh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, um, a Nightmare on Elm Street 3. The one where where he cuts the 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 the, the guys like he's using like his veins as like a marionette puppet. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. that's one of my favorites. I see. I haven't seen enough of all these sequels. Like mm-hmm. I've seen all the originals, maybe and maybe like growing up. I mean, in like my adult life, I haven't seen a lot of them. So I I just I do know that one. Sounds very yeah. famous. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, what about uh? I just watched. Do you know what was really good? To talk about a really good movie, I just saw was Pearl. I don't, I don't know if you guys like yes. that. Yes, I have both of those. Yeah, yeah Pearl was really good. I liked it a lot more than X. I thought X was good, but I liked Pearl a lot more. Pearl's, yeah, that was Chef's Kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she, she's she was I amazing want, in that. I want to meet her. I meet her. I'm gonna. Be she real. was so good in that movie that I'm kind of an, like I'm not annoyed because I do think Maxine will be cool, but that's the see that that's the next girl that's the other girl that mia goth yeah. plays in x and like what happened to her after because i think it's like early 80s and x was 1979 i want to see a movie with pearl between her being like 18 and like 90 or however old she is in x yeah like what between happened? well you know what's <laughs> interesting about the thing with pearl is, is as long as mia goth wants to play that character we've seen her from the point in pearl to when she's like this really old lady and yeah. acts. So you got so much you could so cover much in that time. And as she gets older, she could keep returning to the character. No problem. Oh, that's a good you know point. I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. She, she could keep doing that because Howard is the same. So you guys have seen both of them, right? Everyone's yeah. seen these. So like, Joe, have you seen these? No, I haven't seen them yet. Oh, do you not want me to ruin them? That's fine. I, go for it. Write it down, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Howard, when he comes home at the end of Pearl, by the way, spoiler, spoilers for listeners. Uh, when he comes home, like I looked it up to make sure that's the same guy in X who's also very old. So he doesn't like do anything. So I want to see like, how does he take seeing her rotting family at the dinner table? Like, what does he do? 
and and that ending scene with her is amazing how she's just like staring at the camera smiling like yeah. holding that smile for what it's seems like five scene. minutes i just want to know how he's like i'm gonna stick around yeah <laughs> like, I, I can fix her <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna call the cops we're just gonna bury your family in the backyard and i'm just gonna like stay but that's a good point Jim. Like, she can just keep coming back and playing like she could play her in her like late 20s or i don't know how old me got this but she can play a lot younger um yeah. so very sweet i'd like to meet her too she seems like a character i mean if you're married to shia labeouf and have a kid with them like you gotta be like, a that's character. who she's married to oh i yeah. didn't know that i didn't either yeah they i think they were like together and then they broke up and now they're back together and i they have a kid together wow. yeah interesting you heard it here uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys see the news did you see infinity pool no they there eh, that's all right <laughs> not great it's okay <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so I'm looking at uh, I'm on Fangoria's website right now, and I'm looking at uh, uh, the best horror movie taglines from like older mm. like cult movies, and there's some really good ones, and there's some ones where it's like it was written by someone who has a very uh, uh, tenuous uh, understanding of the English language. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so these are kind of all over the place, but I, I want to read a few um, some of the ones that stood out to me. So this is from a movie called The Corpse Grinders. And the tagline is turn bones and flesh into screaming savage blood death. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the last house on the left has a really good one. Um, uh, it rests on 13 acres of earth over the very center of hell to avoid fainting. Keep repeating. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. That's a good one. I like that. One. That's a good one. Uh, and oh, this is from Derange, which is, I think, one of the um it was based on ed gein and is, mm. if i'm not mistaken was like one of the first movies that tom savini did the effects for um this came in the 70s uh, this is a good one pretty sally may died a very unnatural death but the worst hasn't happened to her yet <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like hey what are they gonna do <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh man all right so what are what other slasher movies any uh, any obscure ones? Uh, and you guys want to? Let's see. Um, let's see. I don't... Do the uh, do you know? What I always liked that. I want to return to is the Devil's Rejects. If, if Kent, oh Kent yeah, slasher. Oh, I man. guess. Yeah, that's a good one. That's we a good one, right? So many times. I love the Devil's Rejects movies. Uh, House of Thousand Corpses. Devil's mm -hmm. Even the third one, uh, Three from Hell. Like I it like was, that one. It wasn't as good <laughs> as the second one, but I did like it. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Devil's Rejects was really good, and I just haven't seen it in so long. But uh, uh, and I, yeah, I haven't seen House of a Thousand Corpses in, in, in a while either. But, but yeah, like I don't know if you could consider this like a slasher because the movie's more the guy going insane, but he does some slashing stuff. Um, Get some slashing in, <laughs> you know. Uh, so it's like Rent a Pal, like yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like that was a good movie. And long story short is it's based on this thing that, and you can find it on YouTube. Um, it, it was called Rent a Friend. And mm. it was a 30-minute thing where this guy is just sitting in his living room, like, talking to you, like, you know, one-sided conversation. He's like, so, how was work today? Oh, yeah, that sounds good. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's, like, really creepy. Right. And the movie is about a guy, and he gets one of those tapes, and he just starts, like, 
getting obsessed with it and like thinking that this dude's his friend and then the video starts to change and like you know talk to him about very specific things in his life and then finally he just kind of like snaps you know so i thought you know it, it's I, I don't know if you'd call it a slasher but it, it it's it's right it's almost there right yeah. That's a good one. I we bought we bought that on a whim. We didn't even know anything about it. And Jim's like, I'm gonna buy this. And then another, we- <laughs> another one. This one's more of a full-on slasher, silent rage, Chuck Norris. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Silent Rage with Chuck Norris. It's basically like Halloween. Like the guy just can't be killed. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, but it's got like, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does like- he play the new killer or does he play someone else? Like, wait, what? Does, does Chuck Norris play like the the killer? No, he's the cop hunting the killer. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's got this big ten gallon cowboy hat. <laughs> so like, that was. I feel like no, not enough people talk about that movie, and that's definitely a slasher. Um, one of my favorites from that era is The Prowler. Did you guys ever see that one? Okay. Uh, yes. That was a pretty decent one. That one also has Tom Savini doing effects. Yeah, I know he's kind of a dick in real life. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, though. Yeah. he's our yeah. dick. He's yeah. our dick. Um, <laughs> but what I love about his effects, though, are I mean, besides the fact that they were, you know, very realistic, looking for their time, is like he, he had this like abs, like abs, this this like forensic attention to detail mm-hmm. that that so many other um, special effects artists at the time did not have. So in the prowler, there's one where a girl gets stabbed in the shower with a pitchfork. Um, but like and so like as the guy, he's like, you know, like stabbing her, you hear um like uh the metal scraping against the tile. And it's like mm. he, he always like the, he always just kind of goes like the extra step of just like let's add like like like, like obviously it's, it's a fake pitchfork, but like, like let's try to sell the effect that that's a real pitchfork that's that's mm. paling her. There's another scene, there's another effect in that movie. Which was actually kind of an accident. It was a, a woman gets her throat slashed in a pool, so you see all the blood coming out. It's a really cool effect. But then it runs out of blood, so it's just air bubbles coming out of her throat. That was that was a mistake, but it actually kind of makes sense. It's like your lungs would probably just be pushing air through yeah. your lungs. Um, but yeah, man, Tom Savini back in the day, man. Mm. You know what's a, a slasher that I love, and I don't ever hear anybody talk about it. And I think I showed you this one. The it's called Behind the Mask: The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Oh, I haven't seen that one, but that one gets recommended to me a lot. It is fantastic. Um, Just to give you like a brief overview, it's basically this story of like this guy is like, yeah, I'm a serial killer. I want you to like come and film me do my thing. And so these Mm. like a group of kids are like, okay, yeah, like let's film you. And he's like showing you like behind the scenes of like how he gets – like, you know how, like, the whole uh, trope of, like, you see him in the window and then you look back and he's gone, like, he shows how to do that. And it, like, <laughs> and it just progressively gets, like, more and more where the kids are like, oh, my God, is he, like, an actual serial killer? Like, yeah, what? and he's getting all excited. He's like, it's, it's, the day's coming, man. I'm so excited. I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> uh, but it's, like, it is a, it's a really cool slasher that is, like, an idea that, I haven't seen anywhere else, so that is definitely one of those underrated ones that I love. Yeah, isn't that also where it, it's implied that like Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees are real? Yeah, yeah, people or something like that. Like yep. that. That's they awesome. all exist in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. What's this movie called? Uh, it's called Behind the Mask: Rise of Leslie Vernon. So one of my favorite 
slasher comedies is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Have you guys seen yeah, that one? Yes. That one's so good. I love All that these one. These kids just came <laughs> off and started killing themselves. <laughs> ben, have you seen it? No, we talked about this last episode. I, I haven't gotten to it. Okay. Yet. Uh, I will. It's it's great. It's like and I and I hate using this term subvert. Like it kind of, mm-hmm. you know, but like it, it actually does a really good job of like turning the, the slasher trope on, on its head. So like like the basic premise is that uh, uh, there's a group of college kids. They're going out to the woods to party. Right. Um, and they mistaken these two lovable, dopey sort of like, um, you know, blue collar guys. They, they, like they think that they're, they're sort of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sort of, you yeah. know, inbred murderer types. But they're just but the, the hillbillies, they're just going out to the woods to just like drink and go fishing. Like there's it's like a very sweet, wholesome thing. But um, uh, the, the, the when the the kids are out uh, uh, skinny dipping, one of the girls she sees the guys when they're when they're night fishing, and then she falls, and then they go rescue her, and they're like, "Hey, we got your friend!" But they the, her friends think like, "Oh my god, they they, they kidnapped her!" So they take her <laughs> off. So so they're like, "Oh, well, let's just take her back to the cabin, and then we'll take her back to her friends in the morning." But they think, "Oh, they they've kidnapped her and this and that." So they go to rescue her, but every time they they go to rescue, they accidentally kill themselves on, on like a really gory <laughs> way, and the, the two hillbillies are just like, "Like this is some kind of suicide cult or something." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I love that one. Do you guys have any uh, slasher comedies or or anything that? Um, I mean, I would say the whole slasher. like Child's Play Chucky series. Yeah, they're kind like, of a heavy hitter, but still, yeah. like you know, you can't yeah. do it without it. That is like comedy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um. Let me see. Comedy, comedy. We're we counting. What? What do you count? What do you count? Evil Dead ass. It's like zombie. Um, kind of zombie. It's kind of demonic possession. I feel like yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like halfway between slapstick and and like like The Exorcist with demonic possession. Yeah, it's possession. It's kind of zombieish. There's some slasher yeah. elements to it. There are slasher elements though, but he, but that's like more with him. You know what I mean? And yeah. like especially like later when you get to the like the TV show, like you know they're like, yeah, this guy killed all his friends with a fucking chainsaw. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's crazy. yeah. Um, oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. That's 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 kind of a comedy. That's a pretty funny one. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that one's definitely. Which one was the uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre when he like the one dude like two. kidnaps the girl? That's Is that two. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I that one. Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> um. So that actress Caroline Williams, I ran into her at a um. Uh, it was some like art, like s- some gothic art thing, and uh, and 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 so like I I, I checked I checked my friend I took a picture of her from from a distance I was like hey I think I think this is her from Texas Chainsaw Massacre too he goes dude that's totally her go uh, you should go up and, and get her autograph so I went up to her and she's really nice and everything and I, I got my picture taken with her and I was like hey can can I get your autograph she goes yeah sure and then she goes um what what, what do you want me to sign and I was like oh I don't know maybe can you sign my flyer and she goes oh I'm in I'm in that art book over there can you just want to buy the book. I was like, yeah, okay. And it ended up costing like $80 or something. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> like, I, like, I got, got him. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, yeah, here you are. So she signed the thing. And it's like $80. But uh, so now, now I'm stuck with like this this book of like like naked gothic, chick, gothic chicks. And it's like, I don't. It's, you send it to me. <laughs> but she did sign it. So, so that, that's She's pretty like, cool. like, I'm going to take you to a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll, 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 
Greg Nicotero kind of got me the same way. He was like, hey, look at this T-shirt. You want to buy that, right? And I'm like, uh, she was like yeah. I think uh, so. Right. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Nicotero's a good guy, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he kind of reminds me of, like, the dudes my dad hung out with and he'd, like, smoke pot with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He was super cool. Yeah. He, 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 uh, I, I ran into him at a heavy metal concert uh, on the Sunset. Oh, Square. yeah, that's right. That, yeah. Hey, you, you like tweet? Or you like? Uh, I, I tagged you on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah, because he was just like, oh yeah, we, we just we just wrapped filming on uh, um on the latest uh, season of uh, Walking Dead. So I finally had some time off. So I thought I'd come see this concert. I was like, oh my, god. this is like casually throw out. Like, oh, we just we just finished wrapping up, you know, Walking Dead. But uh, wait, who is he in the Walking Dead? So he he's uh, he, he's he's a makeup effects artist. He does he did a lot of the, the zombie oh, effects. Gotcha. But he's he's been an actor. You've probably seen him. Like, have you ever seen From Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. So he he plays a minor role in that one. He plays like a biker dude with long hair. Um, he's he's shown up. He's done a lot of yeah. cameos or movies. He's in Day um, of the Dead. He was in Day of the Dead, right? He played one of the yeah. soldiers. Wait, in that one. yeah. Is he? If I send you a picture of him, you'd be like, oh, I've seen that Dust guy. Dust Till Is he like black hair, mustache, like? Like probably think of Tom Sweeney. Oh, that's but uh, he, he, uh, Greg Nicotero, he's got long, long, uh, dark blonde hair. I have, I have the internet right here. I yeah. Him up. <laughs> yeah, got kind of a biker look to him a little bit, but or kind of like a hippie ish dude. Yeah, very cool. Oh, yeah, there he is, Daryl. Yeah, oh, all right. Have you guys ever seen Maniac? Yes, Maniac is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a pretty twisted, fucked up one. Uh, yes. Did you guys ever see the remake with Elijah Wood? There's a remake of that. Yeah, and it has yeah. I did not, I did not know that. <laughs> I want. Let me double check. Maniac, 2012. That's pretty. Good. Yeah, Elijah Wood is in that one. We gotta start our own list. Like, now, would you say like <laughs> Mocho? Yeah. That's the one where they bury him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, from the neck up, and then yeah, yeah that's a good one. Oh, Motel Hell. Yeah. I haven't I seen would, that one. Isn't it kind of a parody of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit. You know, and they're just like they're planting people like you know in, in a the garden. <laughs> like I don't know, and they're just like up to their necks. So there's like all these like heads, and they're, like they're like freaking <laughs> out. It's like good. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was a good one. I forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> And then that one had uh, Rory Calhoun in it, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the same one. That he played the main guy because he he was mostly known for being like a really like wholesome guy, but then he did this, yeah, this like twisted this little thing. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, anything else slasher movie related? See, I'm trying to think, man. I got so many movies. Oh, okay. Um, Relentless. Uh, the the cool kid from um breakfast club you know they eat my shorts that guy <laughs> yeah 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 he played a serial killer and the cop chasing him was actually bud from halloween 2 the 1981 halloween 2 or whatever right. and and like kills a girl with like a piano string and stuff <laughs> like that but that was a good one it was more of a serious tone but mm. i feel like that's another one people really don't ever talk about you know but it does mm. it's got a lot of halloween vibes to it yeah um i like how towards the end of the 80s they were just basing um well i guess it was actually throughout the 80s basically after halloween they kept making all the slasher movies based on uh, holidays like you had you know uh the bloody valentine one mm. um then you had silent night deadly night <laughs> have you guys seen that one 
The, wait, the one that came out recently? No, no. Oh. This one came out in the 80s. I think it was like 82 or 83. No. That was a pretty good one. Oh, um, that Violent Night is just was what came out recently, right? Oh, yeah. That, 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 that's yeah. a more recent one. Yeah. Would you um, count Happy Death Day as a slasher? Oh, yeah. You ever seen that one, Happy no. Death Day? No, but that was actually filmed like a lot like in my neighborhood in New Orleans. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, that was filmed... Uh, right on Loyalist campus, where they filmed a lot of movies. There, they filmed because I remember I was walking by and they turned it's pretty funny, it's a Catholic school, and there's like a place where the nuns live, like there's still some nuns there, and they like turned into a frat house. I remember, <laughs> and it, it was very, very weird. I'm like going to law school and they're and they're filming this movie, but uh, they also felt yeah, they filmed a bunch, they filmed Jack Reacher in my neighborhood, they filmed. Bad Moms. They filmed um, the second 21, 22 Jump Street. Okay. They filmed all of those like right in that that area of That's New Orleans. Cool. See, yeah, we got, we got a, we New Orleans has a lot of filming locations for you guys to go to. I don't know how many horror off the top of my head, except for. Happy Death Day. See, was... That's the thing, though, with filming locations. They don't have to be horror. Like, oh, they don't have to be horror? No. We get, there's a bunch of movies yeah. that are just like comedies or actions that we, we got to see these places. Oh, then, dude, yeah. New Orleans has so many. Like, they filmed yeah. a lot of movies there. Yeah. Happy Death Day, though. That's a good one. That's a basic premise is, like, girl keeps waking up on the day of her birthday sure. and keeps getting killed yeah. over and over and over Time to pick up the phone yeah <laughs> that's a good one there's two of them and they're both equally great i would yeah say. i've been meaning to check that one out um kind of like groundhog's day you know yeah. exactly like, yeah right. yeah and then they did so that's one where they did a horror movie based on the um there's a term for that well it's like the groundhog's day they, they just had it with palm palm Beach, no Palm Coast, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. That was the Palm Springs, um, and then they also did. I didn't really like it, but the one that's the body shifting one with Vince Vaughn. Oh, freaky, 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 yeah, freaky which is like a Freaky Friday, yeah. which is, yeah. that's based off a bunch of stuff. Um, that I mean, that's a slasher, definitely uh, a slasher. There was a really good kill in that, I think too. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was one of the highlights of the movie because it wasn't a very. It was, uh, probably the shop teacher, right? She like slides them right across. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That's definitely a slasher flick. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I don't know, one of the weirdest Vince Vaughn movies I think I've ever seen. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> but he does it so well. Especially that part where him and the boy are, are in the car and they're just like kind of like cutie flirting. Like I was just yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you believe it for a minute You're like that really is like a 16 year old girl <laughs> yeah. well he did uh he was in the psycho remake and psycho is kind of like a proto slasher movie in a way oh yeah oh yeah that's true they, that one so was weird because they filmed it like scene for scene but it was so different from the original like yeah. it's well, made by a good director too gus van Sant, who did goodwill hunting that's who directed that? I see. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, well, that's one of the most, that has to be the most iconic slasher kill is Psycho, the shower. The shower scene, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. change cinema. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, which is funny because, you know, uh, Janet Lee is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. So it's like yep. a screen queen runs in the blood. Yeah. And there's like a lot of Psycho references throughout halloween like sam loomis is the name of her you know husband she yeah. even shows up 
with uh, the car in uh, Halloween H2O that she drove in Psycho. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she was like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's secretary or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, hmm. you know, I want to talk to you from a maternal perspective. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then she gets in the car that like Norman like pushed her into the to the lake with. Um, I want to talk about um this uh this tendency for horror movie uh where it's like where they run out of ideas so like well, let's put them in space. Yeah, yes. dude, they do that with so much shit, though. But yes, I've always wanted to write about that, why everything always ends up in space. Because uh, you have Jason X, you have Leprechaun in space, uh, you have Hellraiser, yep. uh, Bloodline. What did we count Hellraiser as? It's not really slasher. Kind of like, it's no, demonic, like, but it's not... Psycho- not psychological horror. Erotic horror, maybe? Yeah, I I think maybe more erotic horror. I think think we talked about this last year, Jim, was I I think Pinhead just kind of carries that franchise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The remake was not very good, though. Like, people just like to see, like, Pinhead's just so scary. Yeah. Yeah. Doug Bradley, man. And he's another one I want to meet before it's like, you know. Met him. Yeah. Yeah, I got my picture taken with him, but I but this was years ago. I was like seventeen or something. So and, and it it was shot. My friend took a picture. He he took a bunch of pictures, um, but it was all uh with like a shitty old like digital camera that I, I think he lost. He sent me the pictures years ago, but it was like on my Yahoo account that shut down. So it's like <laughs> I, I I think those pics. But I, I got my picture taken with Doug Bradley, Ken Foray, um, what's his face from Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, um. Uh, he's the one who played like the the the, the Sonny Bono guy. Uh, oh, the uh, his head. Bill um, Mosley. Bill Mosley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're taking with him, um, and then uh, the guy, I, I I didn't get my picture taken with him, but it was a uh, Captain Spaulding guy, um, from House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh. Um, what's his name? Oh, that actor. Uh, <laughs> not Art. Not... Why is that slipping my mind right now? I know. Yeah. I, I know his name. <laughs> like Art. No, oh no, that, I'm getting confused with the terrifier. Okay, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, please look it up, like brain, brain cloud. <laughs> uh, Hague. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I know this. <laughs> oh, and then Reanimator guy. What's his name? Um, that I don't know. Uh, off the top of my head, he's a great actor. Do you know what's a? Do you know what's a fun piece of? Um, trivia i learned recently is about uh gunner gunner hansen who played leatherface that he was like a super peaceful guy like a poet and he was just like this like night like and he was just big and they had him do this but he was like (laughs) kind of like the total opposite of of i mean obviously opposite but but like not scary at all and just like a big like affable guy yeah that's, that's funny. I, I I love stuff like that though, because I heard this. I've heard similar things about like Doug Bradley. Um, yeah. You know, that he's just like like a very proper English gentleman in real yeah. life. Like he always it's has the same, like it's the same with it's the same with James Gandolfini and Tony Soprano. He was like mm. James Gandolfini was like a hippie. Oh. He was just yeah. like a, he was just like a, like pot smoking like peace love kind of guy. Yeah. And then he's playing this mobster, like so. Um, can you believe they made two Leprechaun in the Hood movies? 
Wait, there's two. I knew about the one. I didn't know there's a second. <laughs> it's one. just, just cool. back like, to the hood. There's the demand. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> there is one. Oh man. Horror black exploitation. That should be a separate episode. There's a movie yeah. I have on my list called The Blackening, which, which I want to see out. it. That it was one of the well. ones that, that was on the DVD in the library that I'm like, I should just get it out here. It yeah. didn't do well at our theater. I don't know how no. other theaters did it, but it looked I like I'm I, I watched it, most yeah. of it. It, it like it looked funny. It looked funny. Yeah. I remember Vampires too, which was like a vampire movie. <laughs> 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 I remember that growing up. Well, there was the Blackula, and then I think there was also Blackenstein too. Yeah. God damn it. And if you want to like count the Eddie Murphy one, uh, Vampire, Vampire Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Wes Craven did that one too, didn't he? Yeah. Interesting. How was that one? Oh, I lo- I love that one. That's one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. Nice. Hundred percent. Wes Craven did. He he's got a surprising career because he, he's you know obviously he's he's known for Friday the Thirteenth, uh, 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 Friday. Uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies and Scream and everything, but like he did, like what was it like that Meryl Street movie, Music from the Heart, like a PG rated drama? Yeah, like, and teacher, then uh, music that teacher one that we saw Thursday Terrors that that he did. Oh, oh, I don't remember. I remember the like the poster for it, but I don't remember what the movie was called. Dang, it wasn't like The Hills Have Eyes or something, was it? No, it was. It was like this really weird, like kind of movie, but it was, but it was like funny at the same time. The people under the stairs. Deadly no friend. That's Deadly friend. Deadly friend. That's it. That's what it was, and I was like, "Why yes, haven't I seen you. this movie?" It that's was, the yeah. one. The old lady, right, who gets hit in the head with the basketball, and her head explodes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, we want to talk about favorite kills. Like, okay, up there. Memory unlocked. That yeah. one is top ten for sure. That one is definitely because there's there. no reason why her head explodes like, like, from a basketball or whatever. Yeah, there's no reason. So right, where does no, Phantom of the Mall? Uh, Eric's Revenge. Eric's yeah, Revenge. for sure. No. Yeah, yeah, Phantom of the Mall. Yeah, he kills people. Yeah. So where's slashers and like your favorite subgenres for horror movies? Like, how do I rank them? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like zombies, slashers. Zombie slashers. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like demons, like Evil Dead and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Top three. How about you? Yeah, I'm a pretty big slasher fan. I like I don't I like thrillers that surprise me. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I would consider this a slasher, probably, but like The Strangers. Like, you ever seen that? The stranger, oh, the home is, invasion one, that's a, yeah, like the yeah. home invasion one. That is, yeah, that was cool. that. It was, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It has one of the best lines, though, I think, in a horror movie where mm-hmm. they're like, Why us? and they're just like, Because you home. were home, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, it's like, Holy shit, like, talk about you know, that's not a guy invading your dreams with knife hands, you know, that's yeah. not, yeah, uh, like, that, not that's like, like a real fucking fear. It's like just because your lights were on like yeah. that's why yeah that's, that's really like scary my shit. favorite like kind of yeah. like the ones where that's why terrifier is so scary because it's like you like if i can put myself in the movie and have that real fear like oh my god like that's where i'm at yeah um do you guys ever watch the ones with um i guess so who's who's the guy who, who's most famous for playing 
uh, Jason Voorhees. What's his name? Oh, um, Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. And so he played another slasher killer guy in recent years. The one where he's like in the Louisiana swamps or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like a Jason character too, where he had like the overalls, right? Yeah. 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 He's unkillable and he, and he kills people in like the most over the top ways possible. Yeah. Uh, what movies? What, what were those movies? Hatchet. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, those ones are pretty funny. Like there's, there's, and and they're 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 very tongue in cheek, and and the effects don't look that good. So I, I, you know, I think it's similar to, to Terrifier, which meant it's just so over the top that it's, it's more cartoony than anything. But there's there's one where uh, 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 the guy who played Candyman, what's his name? Uh, Tony. Tony Todd. Tony Todd. He his character. He's he's wrestling with 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 the, the hatchet guy, and and then he gets a hatchet and he starts cutting them in half. As he's like strangling them, and so he's he cuts them in half, and then like Tony Todd, he he's he, like he's just like this like you know like his torso, he's just, he's like crawling, and then like and then he goes up to him, and he grabs like like his spinal column, and then he rips out like this like <laughs> like this skinless, <laughs> but he's still breathing. He's like, oh! and then he just kind of tosses them away, like it's like it's from a distance, so you can tell it's like a dummy that, that like he just catches those away. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing about horror movies like they're so like the craziest like scenarios i'm like i would have been dead after the first stab yeah. like you yeah not like that and i would have been done like oh that's it <laughs> this isn't so fun anymore yeah exactly. like, I quit. like i'm going i'm gonna go back to school yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get, yeah i'm gonna go to clown college no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right you guys um so any more uh slasher thoughts or uh you want to start wrapping this up a bit see i i can't think of them right now what's going to happen is we're going to wrap up yeah. and then all these things are just going to start hitting me i'm gonna be like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man well so uh thank you guys so much for coming on the show um okay. it was great to have you guys it was great to have you back jim it was great to see you uh kate it's great to meet you um so yeah so why don't you guys tell us uh like tell our audience like where they can find you and and what's what's uh what's next for you guys yeah um so we've got our youtube channel where you can find all of our videos uh the delta vidcast um we're pretty active on twitter x whatever you want to call it now twitter (laughs) it's still twitter you got to go to twitter.com when you go online so i feel like it's still twitter (laughs) um and we do have facebook instagram so we're pretty much on almost every platform yeah awesome and we'll be sure to link uh in the description uh where where people can find you um do you guys have any plans any uh interesting things coming up uh for your podcast uh yeah we got a couple of on locations that we um did that are going to be probably multiple parts so that's going to be coming up um and we got a couple of tales from the horde that we're going to be filming yeah, soon and we're just trying out. to kind of decide what we want to do we see right now we're moving yeah. so um mm. over the next few episodes you'll probably see a change in the background kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff because cool. <laughs> we're getting out of here yeah. so uh so there might be a little bit of a break but we do definitely have some stuff in the bank ready to go and we think uh i think you guys will like it Nice. Yeah, Sweet. like you said before, the next one's probably going to be our our Dawn of the Dead, and yeah, and, yeah. Sweet. I just subscribed, by the way, to the YouTube oh, channel. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> um, oh, and then do you guys on a more personal note? Do you, do you guys have any Halloween plans? So it's Halloween's a little rough this year because we're moving in. Uh, what is it? A 
week, two yeah, week and a half. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be like right mid Halloween season. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping that we get in and can set up our Halloween stuff soon. Cause like in the neighborhood, we're known as like the Jason house. I don't know. <laughs> that said, but we have a life-size Jason oh, that sweet. is on our doorstep all yeah. year round. Um, so we usually dress them up for Halloween and then we'll put a Santa suit on them for Christmas. <laughs> Um, so we're hoping that we can get in our house and get all that set up so we can go out and do our like usual, um, you know, like haunted houses. And there's a life size Jason actually not far from me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Saw him for the first <laughs> time kind of around the corner. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny because sometimes you see the Amazon guys come up on the porch and I heard that the windows were open. I heard this one dude go, oh, fuck. Right? Like, look out the window. I'm like, what's going on? Right. And he's like, I thought this was like a dude standing on your porch, man. <laughs> I saw the machete. I saw the mask. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I definitely had DoorDash call me quite a few times. Like, there's this guy standing at your door and he's freaking me out. I'm like, what's the like, Stuff. <laughs> uh, all right well thank you guys so much for coming on the show let's do this more often this was fun oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh and also you guys are my favorite twitter couple uh you guys are adorable as hell <laughs> so uh i recommend uh all, all of our listeners to follow you guys uh and uh yeah thanks for coming on the show and yeah let's do this again sometime yeah thanks for having us thanks of course guys all right bye stay everybody reckless. stay reckless stay reckless <laughs>